never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain can Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change See Bigger T podcast joined always on these airways, byways, and internet ways by my boy Big C. Clint. Coming to you from the Zoom machine, the, the Zoom, Zoom machine. Zoom machine. I tell you, I was sitting here. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. You got a new coffee maker, Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton Beach. And so, let me tell you something, Travis. My, my wife is a dirty feminist hippie. Um, <laughs> you know this. But you I say and, that with love. I say that with love. Like, and, and I've got the door open so she can probably hear me recording because it makes the room cooler. I'm probably going to get beat up for this. More than likely. Yeah. If you see me dunking, yeah. You know, it's, I'm, I'm probably trying to dodge. It'll be mostly body blows so you won't have yeah. black eyes and stuff. Exactly. Because, you know, this is where the money's on. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> this is this is what we got on the YouTube views, you know. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but she she like does she doesn't like the individual pies, you know, the twenty five cent pies, you know. Yeah. You put the put the thing in there. You lower the thing, and it's like it's idiot proof. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. She don't like those. She likes the disposable things. So I on purpose refused to learn how to do that because she's agreed to make my coffee. So we got a new one because it's super easy. And like, here's the manual, and I'm refusing to read it. I was just pretending. Don't read it. It was all because she makes my coffee right now, and I like it that way. As Brian Rigger would say, how do I get this goodness in me? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I just want my coffee. And, man, I didn't start drinking coffee like a year or so ago. I, I have no idea what happened, but one day I just like, I got, I think I turned like 44, and I'm like, I like coffee now. No. I'm still waiting to hit that point. I'm- yeah. When you grow up, no, you no, you did have a birthday here recently. I did Mother's Day. I, Mother's yeah. Day, dipping the toes in the water, huh? The yeah, forty-seven, little forty-seven. So, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough when your birthday is on Mother's Day. No, it's not tough. I'd prefer yeah. it to be on Mother's Day because then I can say, "Let's focus on the moms." Yeah, but, it's, yeah. yeah. Although my church, they were nice to me. They brought in a cake. At the end yeah. of the service, the children's church did. And they brought in some little posters and sang happy birthday to me. They were really sweet. So, you know, but so, you're going to turn, we're turning 50 here in three years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, we're, we're four years. It's whatever. coming. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's on the horizon. We're looking at it. And, you know, 
But here's the beautiful part. I can't troll you for turning 50. Because in like literally a month later, yeah, I'm gonna turn 50. That's right. Like because because your birthday's first, then Branscombe's, then mine, then Wesley's. Yeah. Um then um that and if you don't know, that's our group of yeah, the friends. Of- We've been friends since junior high, all of us. So we used to have At a least. group we talk in all the time, but no one no one talks. Yeah, it's gotten kind of slow here lately. Maybe it's, slow. It I'm may blaming, speed up when school's out next week. I'm blaming Branscombe. Yeah. Got him a fancy shower. That's right. Fancy house, fancy shower. Fancy house, fancy shower. I'll be honest with you. I would be in that shower all the time. That's right. Just I mean, in there. there. I would go straight from the jacuzzi tub to the shower. Just back and forth. Back and forth all the time. Back I'd be looking, forth. I'd be looking like a pickle. I'd be all the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, but yeah. Well, hey, Clint, guess what? What's that? My boy! My boy from the islands of Hawaii, Iam Tongi, is your next American Idol. That's awesome. Did you ever watch him? Nope, refused. Oh, Clint, dude. Clint. You gotta just go watch his tryout video. Just okay. Watch it. Just watch it. The kid, he's 18 years old. I've never seen anything like it. Okay. You know, it's been a pattern on American Idol to where it's the the good looking country guy has won. Right. Okay. So the tip, typical, you know, I drive a tractor, hunt buck deer, you know, drink my beer from a solo cup or when I get old enough, I will that, you know, th- those guys. Yeah. And he was competing in the top three. There was one of those guys, which he was good. There was a girl named Megan Danielle. She's kind of a country singer slash Christian singer. She, she was very strong in her faith and okay. a lot of people liked her for that. And then it was Eum and Eum just won everybody's heart. And he, and he really could do no wrong, man. And, uh, he just, dude, like it was no doubt he was going to win. Like ever as soon as he and then in the finale was actually pretty good. It was it was kind of awkward because in the finale episode, you know, it's like three hours. The opening act was Pitbull and Little John. And who? Little John. Yeah, oh, like, not, I like not Big John, but Little John. Little John. Little John. Hey yo. Hey yo. But I mean, but not exactly who you think of as American Idol material, right? Yeah. But you know, it's it's funny because uh, you, you you I was all I prefer the voices of show. Yeah. But what sets American Idol apart from the voice or any other music is just the amount of stars. Yeah. Uh, that that is produced. Like I'm thinking, like Chris Daughtry may be in the top ten. Yeah, and he's bigger, and he's bigger than any anybody from The Voice. You know, I'm just saying, and I'm not putting down Chris Dodger's career. He's had a phenomenal career. Yeah. Um, But um, I was like freaking Adam Lambert for Pete's sake. He's saying he is the lead singer for Queen. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, and that's the thing. Like Adam Lambert, you know, he didn't win. Right. You know, he he wasn't the winner, and so the American Idol really, you don't necessarily want to win it. Well, yeah. In yeah. fact, in, with Eum, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't win it. 
because I figured you'd have a better chance because, you know, a lot of times the ones that don't win it, you know, are the ones that yeah. do better. Well, But, I mean, it's hard to argue with, like, Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood as winners. I mean, yeah. Come on, you know. Yeah. And uh, But then you got, like, a Lauren Daigle who was, you know, just – who didn't win? Uh, you got, uh, like you said, Daughtry. I mean, just some of those, but, yeah. but I mean, um, anyway, Clay, man, he, Clay Aikens had a career. I mean, yeah, and um, yeah, but just, it was it was so good, man. It was uh, it was just so good to see this kid win. Um, yeah, but he even got some publicity on the week before. Uh, Joe Rogan had Jelly Roll on his podcast. And Jelly Roll tells Joe Rogan about his tryout. Yeah. And, and Jelly Roll was on the show. And Jelly Roll's like, I've already put it out there. I want to be a part of this kid's career. I want to do whatever it takes. And he, um, they, Joe Rogan and Jelly Roll watched on Joe Rogan's podcast, watched the um, tryout video that I'm trying to get you to watch. Right. And both of them broke down crying watching it and was like, that kid's amazing. And like, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. And, uh, and I mean, it was, I mean, and that's like, you talking Joe Rogan podcast, dude, that's millions of folks, dude, you know, and they just, they're in casual conversation, just talking about this 18 year old kid. And you've yeah. been, and you've been, you've been, uh, you've been, you know, tooting his horn the entire season. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Really have been. So it's all it's awesome. It is awesome when you watch any kind of competition and at the very beginning, you're like, that's my guy. Yeah. That's yeah. my guy. And then and then to see him win it, you just kind of feel like, and it happens in the challenge, any show that I'm watching, yeah. that's my guy. Well, and it's and the kid's got a good story, man. He they lived in Hawaii, you know, in the in the deal he talks about they got priced out of paradise. You know, they 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 had to move to the States because they couldn't afford to live there anymore. Yeah. A couple months before he got, does the tryout for American Idol, his dad dies of kidney disease. Um, he sings a song that was written by James Blunt that when his dad was on dialysis, when he didn't think his dad was going to live, so he wrote the song for his dad. His dad ended up living. And then in the finale, they sing a duet together. Yeah. And Ian breaks down in the finale singing it. He broke down in the tryouts. Anyway, it's just it's just a powerful story. And then the people of Hawaii, like he did his home visit, he went back to his village in Hawaii where he where he wants to move back to, where he, where he like he wish he never left. And like his, his home, old, yeah. and like all his old high school friends are asking him for autographs. He's like, man, we grew up together. What are you doing? And he said, like he said, my little cousins were coming up to me for autographs. He said. What are you doing? I'm going to your house after this to eat. <laughs> you know, well, that's probably worth were... like five bucks on eBay, right? Yes, now. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it was just cool, man. It was, it was just a good story. He's a home. Seems like a humble kid, and like well, he was. He in an interview earlier in the season, he was like he asked one of the mentors that had been on there. Well, he asked Adam Lambert. Yeah, he said uh, whenever Adam Lambert was a mentor one week, he said. He said, you know, you have any questions for me? He said, how did you deal with your friends being voted off and going home? He said, you know, because he, he had made friends with all these people and then they're, yeah, they're, they're in competition. Off, you know, and going home. And 
And Adam Lambert was like, um, I guess I was a little more focused on wins by any means necessary. <laughs> that didn't bother me too much. <laughs> and he was like, oh, because it bothered him, man. Like, he yeah. was, you know, like he, he was, you know, there was a lot of Instagram videos of him and the other contestants like singing, you know, the man of constant sorrows and, and just little goofy songs, you know, while they're in their hotel rooms and stuff. Anyway. It's a great story. Look, folks, if you're not on the train, you haven't heard about it. Just his name is M I M. It's for short. And I'm sure if you're Google, it'll come up after I am. Yeah. If you just do I am is one word and the Tongi, and it's going to come up. If you can find his audition video, there's tons of those videos of people reacting to it. You know, like they, you know, these, those reaction videos that people do and, Somehow people make money doing that. I don't get it. But you know, I was actually going to be like, you know what? We should pull it up right now, and I should I should share my screen and we watch it together. But I'm not going to because nah. this, this is this is a sports podcast. We That's talk right. sports That's right. and American Idol. Just well, just watch it, folks. It's a cool story. It's a cool story. Okay. So and uh, go ahead now. In a now something we don't talk about a whole lot on here, but well, it's sports. I mean, it's sports. Yeah. NBA is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. And holy snikes, Clint! Yeah, if if I were to give you some money to bet on the two teams that would be standing at the end of it at the beginning of the year, would you have picked? You might have picked Denver. Maybe I mean they might have picked were, Denver. They they were a popular pick, you know. But you know we were talking about holy snikes, their star player. Oh my gosh. Their star player, Nico Djokovic. What's the always Nike moment? Is is I was telling Travis on the way, I called him on the way home. And I was like, you realize he was drafted in the second round. Mm-hmm. Wasn't announced on live TV. It literally scrolled across the bottom of the screen on the ESPN that this big guy from Serbia was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah. Literally a Taco Bell. Like, I don't That's know what crazy. it was. I don't know if it was the Quesarito. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it was. The return but, of the Mexican pizza. No. By the way, totally off the subject, have you watched the new White Man Can't Jump movie? I have. Letter grade. Mm, C plus. I'd give it a B. I'd give it a B. Yeah. It, it, it is it's a close B. It's a it's a completely different movie than the original. Yeah, they they reshot some of the same scenes, right? But they did it. It's a different storyline, different order, modernized. It's good. It's good. It's 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 worth it's worth an hour and a half out of your life to watch on Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I just I just had to get that. Yeah. But no, no. It just got drafted in the second round. Taco Bell commercial, and is yeah. I was talking to somebody this. I'm I'm not a huge. We mostly talk Razorback sports. We really don't talk a lot of pro sports because that's no. what me and you love. Mm. I love – it's not that I don't want to see my Razorbacks do good in the NFL, NBA, MLB. Yeah, yeah. It's easier for me to root for all of you at once. Those are the teams right. I'm passionate about. Um, but, man, but he's the – I was talking to somebody. I said, if you were going to – if I gave you one pick to build a team around, I mean, you can say maybe LeBron's the best or, or any of these other guys, but based on his age, he's 27, 28 years old. 
Yeah. Seven foot Serbian. Don't let him run point. He can shoot. I mean, he is. Well, what was it? He broke a record the other night. Um, most he, triple triple doubles in the playoffs. He beat he Wilt Chamberlain. Triple doubles broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's yeah. something special there. Le- LeBron broke the scoring record earlier this season. I don't know. They're, they're both pretty impressive feats. Yeah. Triple doubles in a single yeah. playoffs. That that's pretty impressive, and he still got the finals to go. Yeah. Man, if you've noticed, and I know we talk even less about hockey, um, there's literally – there's four, I think, um, playoffs going on right now, NHL, NBA, and I think all of them are danger of being sweet. Yeah. Like, like, like it's – like, I think Dallas is down 2-0. Yeah. I, I may be wrong. I, I, I don't didn't know. Agree. I did not – I have no idea on the hockey one. I do know. But, the but going back to the NBA – Go ahead. The other one is Miami Heat. Jimmy Buckets. And Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler is killing it. And he's doing it with mostly a group of guys. You know, he's got the Kevin Loves, you know, but he's got a lot of guys that wasn't even drafted. Yeah. Bam Adebayo. A lot of no, I mean, a lot of guys that are just, you know, at one time were nobodies. And to me, that to me, that's the most amazing thing I've seen since uh the first championship that LeBron went to with Cleveland. Yeah. You remember that one when when he t- when he when he oh, took yeah. that first Cleveland team to the yeah, finals? He put that team on his back. And that I mean, name a player off that first Cleveland team. I I can't. <laughs> no one can. Or name or name one of them that did anything at another team. No, no, no. No, you know there was Big Z or whatever the big white center dude, you know yeah. from from wherever he was from, but you know when there was there was hardly anybody on that team, but I mean that's what Jimmy Buckets is doing right now, and he's not, you know he's never been I mean he's been a great player but he's never been a, you know Le- LeBron's a little different because LeBron could, you know if a big guy's giving you problems he could go guard him if a Point guard's giving you problems, he could guard him. Well, you know, Jimmy Butler couldn't guard a big guy, you know. I mean, but he's still, man, I mean, that's just amazing what they're doing. Yeah. And what's happening is, Clint, the two best teams. I was going to – I you mean you, you took the words right. I, remember. I watched – and I've watched a little bit just because there's nothing else on. <laughs> I'm not – I, I won't you, – you won't catch me in the middle of the, you know, season watching an NBA game. Um, if you come in and I'm watching the NBA All-Star game, um, take me to the hospital. I've most likely had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just be – but I'm just saying – but I also I can appreciate I, – I have not seen a team with the teamwork Denver has in a while. Yeah. Um, the, and, they, and they – I mean, just – Well, and after the game last night, LeBron said it. You know, he said him and AD were talking after the game. And he said, in our time at the Lakers together, this is the best team we played. I mean, that's not an exact quote, but he was he was saying that they do – and he, he went, listed out the things they do but good. And he said they do this and they do this and they do this. He said they're, they're better than any team we've played since 
in our in our time. He said me and AD were, t- you know, we're talking that they're we're they're the best team we've played against together. Ball movement and you know finding the open shooter, making making the extra pass. I mean, it is just. I mean, they'll pass up a good shot for a great shot. Yeah. And, and my goodness, I mean, you got Djokovic down there seven foot. They can bail you out. The other night, th- this was maybe one of the most impressive things I'd seen. And it ha- it didn't get talked about. Mm. Brother had 11 rebounds in the first half, in the first quarter. Yeah. 11 rebounds in the first – he was on pace for 44 rebounds. Yeah. I don't know. That had to be a record. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway – Enough NBA talk. Yeah, we we already got some people. We're about to turn us off right there. Yeah, right there. We're about to click the button. They're like, click the button. Like, I don't know. Like, what is this NBA? I don't know how to spell NBA. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, hey, we we are we're sports fans, and this time of year, it's what's on. That's Uh, right. other Other than college baseball and early season baseball. Now, Clint, I got a question for you. Sure. Do you mm-hmm. care if we win any games at Hoover? No, I really don't. You you can go two in a queue at Hoover, and you're still you're not going to drop. You're the number two seed right now, probably. I saw a thing that had us as the one seed. Um, you're not going to drop below four or five. Yeah. You're, I mean, and, and I think the first game, I think he's just going to stroll an arm out there. I, I don't think. Yeah, we we don't. He said he said today in a press conference he's going to let Hagen Smith go the second game. Um, but he he hadn't said who he's going to let go first game. I was telling you earlier, if it was me, if I was Dave Van Horn, I would get Adcock, Busby, Fausch, uh, Zach Morris. Any of the guys, McIntyre, all the guys that need a little, need some confidence. And I would put them out there for just a few innings. Yeah. And hope that they do really well. And I would just try to get my guys some practice. I would get some of the guys, I would rest. uh, Bolton shouldn't play at all. Rest that ankle. Yeah. Let let him get ready for the regional. Uh, Anybody else that, you know, let Wagner hit because he needs to get get back used to hitting, putting you know toward the top of the lineup as he usually is, and yeah, and let him hit some. Try to get him back, you know, him and Josenberger, you know, get them back in form, you know. But I would just, uh, I would use these as practice games. I mean, you know, every game you go out, you're going to try your – you want your guys to try and compete as hard as you can. I think you treat it like a Wednesday – like a Wednesday series. But know? I wouldn't – I would not let any of my stud pitchers go a lot of any a lot yeah. of innings, a lot of pitches. I don't I would, think – you're not going to see a call the cop situation. No. No, you're not going to see I, that. I would let – you know, I wouldn't let Woods pitch more than a couple innings. I wouldn't let uh, – you know, let Smith pitch just a few innings. Let Tiger get out there. You know, Tiger's still on the comeback, so get let him get out there, get his arm loose, good, and everything. Give him whatever he needs, and then get him out of there. Um, that that's what that's the way I would approach it. Now, 
you know, Van Horn's smarter than us. So yeah. he's going to, he's, he's paid a little bit more than we do. Yeah. But we have a podcast. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. You got an SEC coach of the year. We have a podcast. That's right. By the way, congratulations to him, coach of the year. Yep. Um, we didn't get for being, you know, winning the SEC or sharing the SEC, whatever we did. Uh, we didn't have that many people in the like the SEC first team and all that. However, that's why he's coach of the year. Yeah. Because uh he he has this has been a great year and you got to think he's going to be in there for the national coach of the year. Uh, in oh, yeah. the talks. Well, this team wasn't billed as that team, and they the injuries they dealt with. Now, if I was you, if I was, I'm going to ask you a question. Does LSU have a gripe? And I'm not seeing anybody bring this up because, frankly, we don't care about LSU. <laughs> but Arkansas finished twenty and ten. Florida finished twenty and ten. LSU finished 19 and 10 because they had a, rain, a game rained out. Had they played that game and they won, there would have been a three way tie for conference. Hmm. I would feel gypped if I was LSU that I didn't get a conference championship just because I didn't play a game. Yeah. Yeah. If I was an LSU fan, sure, but we don't like LSU fans. So. Yeah. So I don't care. <laughs> I hope you're all salty. Yeah. Um, because I've yet to see the SEC make a good ruling. Well, um, now yeah. we'll eat their boudin. I will eat their boudin. Thank and you. And their gator sausage. And By the way, um, I I sent that episode to my mom. The last week's episode where we talked yeah. about boudin and all that kind of stuff and food and um, the meat market in Clinton, all that. Right. It was her favorite episode of ours, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. I enjoyed it. I really did. I enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah. Probably no one else enjoyed it, but yeah. She was like, know. she was like, and then y'all started talking sports and you lost me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, mom, as long as we talked about funny, goofy stories, we're good. But <laughs> now, no, but the times they are changing. You know, um, I think this is our last year with the traditional. SEC West and East as we know it when when it comes in terms of football. Yeah. Now, now there's other things changing, but there now you were telling me that they that they don't quite know how they're going to do the schedule, and there's been a few, a couple suggestions out there. Won't you want to go over those, Travis? Yeah. The two main suggestions are three six format, so there would be. Three teams that we would play every year, home and home. Okay. So, and those three, this is all preliminary talk. This is not in stone. Okay. But all indications are those three for Arkansas would be Texas, Ole Miss, and Missouri. And I like those three teams as our permanent. Yeah, I think that, I think that's, I think that's, you know, you'd kind of like to have LSU, but they're not going to do that, okay? LSU is going to have going to have Ole Miss, they're going to have Florida, and they're going to have A&M probably. Yeah. Well, because they really tried hard to build that A&M-LSU rivalry. Yeah. So, yeah. and they're trying hard to build the Missouri-Arkansas. And then the six teams would be just randomly six teams rotating in and out. Yeah. 
every year. You do that to 16 teams, the other six will just – like you'll play Alabama one year, play Georgia the next, you know. Yeah, something like that. So, that would be uh, – that's one pattern, and that's the most popular, okay? I think that's the one that – that's the one that most people think will happen, that will get voted, okay? Well, and I, and I think so. I, I, I think it's the best way. The The – the only thing I don't like about it, because you're going to kind of judge yourself, because you'll you'll see that pod as your conference, in a way, unless they just do top two teams, mm. who, who knows? But in, in one hand, like yeah, it's cool, but like Texas will have probably what Texas A&M, Oklahoma, and us, probably so. So they won't have the same. The same, you know, it won't be necessarily the same, you know. Yeah, yeah it's going, it's going to be a little different, um, but it'll, it'll probably be, yeah, they'll probably do the rankings just all sixteen, you know, instead of a, yeah, yeah, they'll just do. I, I, there may not be an east and a west anymore. I don't know. There may be. I see. I don't think there will be. I think if you do that, it is because I mean you're playing. Because you'll be playing Florida one year, not Florida the next. Yeah. You know, Kentucky one year, not Kentucky the next. But, I mean, in a way, I like it because, like, when's the last time we played Vanderbilt? Yeah. I mean, and usually we happen to catch Vanderbilt when they have a good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. we'll catch it when they have, like, Jordan Rodgers or – Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. We won't ever catch him when – they're averaging five yards a game. Yeah, yeah. Now the other one is a one and eight. I guess it would be, which would be we would have one permanent, and it end up being Missouri because they're trying. And to it would it. end up being Missouri, and then the rest of them would be all random. Yeah, yearly. You know what that tells me is um, Missouri's here to stay. We better start hanging them seriously because. They're going to be a rival yep. whether they want them to or not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I and I think, you know, that's one that I don't think uh, is as popular. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's as popular, but there's talk that it may pass, that it's got some people that like it among the school presidents or whatever, yeah. or ADs or whoever is voting on it. So, We'll see what happens, but I'm I'm thinking the I'm thinking the six threes where it's going to be. I, th I think yeah. that's what it's going to be. Um, now with that, there was some big news last week. Uh, some rumors, if you will. Uh, I don't know if it was quite rumors. Segway was totally different than what mine was going to be. Okay, you're doing a good job. Thank you. Go and get them. Um, it came out that some ACC teams are actively looking to leave the ACC. Uh, among uh, those are Miami, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina. Uh, who else? Well, there's rumors Louisville to the Big 12. Yeah. Um, here, here's the thing. The buyout is $120 million for the ACC. Because when Texas and Oklahoma jumped to the SEC, people overreacted. And, and yeah. they, 
they did all this loyalty pledge. I think they wanted to show the fan fans and keep the recruits that hey, the ACC is not going anywhere. We're here to stay. Yeah, they, they wanted to squelch the unstability. So they're they're going to contract something like twenty thirty six or something like that. Twenty, it may be twenty thirty two. I'm not real sure, but anyway, it's, so they got to pay one hundred twenty million dollars. Is it worth Louisville paying $120 million to go to the Big 12? Yeah. It's not a superior conference. For that to happen, the, the SEC or the Big 10 would have to be like, come on. And then they would have to go, I think they would have to go to ESPN, CBS, and say, look, we're going to need to negotiate these movie rights, because these TV rights, because we're about to add. So if you're the SEC, and you're sitting there, and you can because I've told you I think it's going to end up at four twenty team super conferences before it's yeah. all set. And I really figured the Big Twelve was going to be the one to dwindle and die. Yeah. Um, now I think they did a good job adding some teams to make it for the loss of Texas and Oklahoma is what they added: Cincinnati, UCF, um, BYU. Yeah. And was it Houston? Maybe. Okay, but I can't remember, but something like that, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so they 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 did that. So if you're if you're the SEC, what four teams do you go after? Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, we, here's the deal: the obvious, you know, the obvious answer is Miami, Florida State, North Carolina, and Clemson. To yeah. me, that's the obvious answer. I mean, that's like that's that's how you go. That's obvious. The problem is, is Florida is not going to want those other two Florida schools. Right. And, the argument, and South Carolina is not going to want Clemson. Yeah. You no, know, the argument could be made. I mean, because you know, you have all these like Texas AM couldn't keep Texas out. That's right. But there's a lot of the old heads in the SEC that's like South Carolina, Arkansas, AM, Missouri, we don't care what you think. You four go sit well, over there. And, and keeping a team like Texas out is a little different than keeping a team like Miami or Clemson out. Because yes, those teams have had their stretches of being awesome. Right. But Texas is mentioned in the same level as Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Okay. And we hate it. We hate, we hate it. it. We hate it. Hate we it. hate it, but that's the truth. That's the truth. In the history of college sports and college football, they're the blue bloods. They're the they're the ones. Okay. They're the they're the they're the big dogs. They're the ones everybody else is trying to get to. They're the ones that everybody's trying to get the same money. Yeah, they may be down right now. Texas isn't that awesome. But listen, folks, that's recent history. Don't forget about your history. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they, you know, there was a time when if, if someone from Texas came and recruited you, you went there. Yeah. Okay. That was it. Um, those are the and, obvious. And Urban, so, Meyer, uh, Urban Meyer is on the record. And of course, you know, think what you want to do about Urban Meyer, but he's on the record saying he goes, I think Texas, Texas may have the most talented football team. Yeah. The most talent on the roster, period. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm uh, see. I think one of the biggest things holding them back is their coach. But let's let's just go there. Anyway, yeah. we ain't got we ain't got to go there. No, I hope he stays employed. I really do. That's um, right. so now the thing is, is is it, I I think Florida will have a better time because they're considered because they're 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 an SEC OG. I mean, they're they're there with yeah Alabama, LSU. Florida's going to have a big voice in this. They're, they're yeah. the one that if anybody can keep somebody out, yeah, they're going to be able to do it. And I think Alabama would have the best chance of keeping someone out they wanted out. Yeah, 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 for uh, sure. Florida, Florida might be second or third. But Alabama does fine with Auburn in the same state, yeah. you know. Um, so I mean, and and Alabama would say, "What are y'all afraid of? We do it with Auburn." Well. Know? Get off your butts and let them come in. They're going to bring us a lot of money and a lot of TV. And they do play. It's not like they don't play each other. Yeah. You know, they still don't play. Now, that being said, Paul Feinbaum talked about this. And and he's kind of changed my – and reading his article, the article, his his interview, like – you know, the biggest thing you want is eyeballs on TV. And, yeah, Clemson's Mm -hmm. recent history is good. To the point you'd be like you'd want to add them. Mm-hmm. The viewers that they would bring, South Carolina, I think already brings. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they're really bringing to the table. And I, the same thing with Florida State to a degree. So Miami, I think, is very attractive that Miami market. Yeah. I think I, I think they would have a hard Florida would have a hard time keeping Miami out. And it may be one of the things like, look, we're not going to let both in. We're just going to let this one in. Yeah. Um, and so I could see that. So that's one. You know, who yeah, Tallahassee's be? not a necessarily yeah. a big market. Yeah, it's the state capital, and um, yeah. yeah, that's about it. So you know, one school that's not mentioned that I think. Well, and obviously, I think North Carolina is a complete no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. getting that North Carolina market, you're already kind of. Them in South Carolina kind of play every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, they usually open up the season, Bank of America Stadium and Charlotte against each other. I think North Carolina would bring a lot of a lot of eyes to the TV. Yeah. And I think Kentucky will we Kentucky will have zero problem keeping Louisville out of the conversation. Yeah. I mean, there's no I you think we would go somewhere as far out as Virginia. Because that is a market, and, that, the, the, and it's not that I think Virginia is that great in football or basketball. I mean, they didn't win the national championship yeah. basketball years ago, but they're 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 not exactly setting the world on fire in football, comma. But that is a that is a that is a television market we're not in. Yeah, and I think it'd be a tra- we'd be attracted to them as they because you know you can got Pete you can basically go to for kid in Virginia, and offer them something Virginia Tech can't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, they, they would be intriguing. I think they'd be intriguing, and that that could be a possibility. Yeah. I think, um, I, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, to me, the biggest surprise in this whole deal was, oh, by the way, Clint, by the way, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta brag on us. Sure. People, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, since the beginning. Was this 120? This is 113. 
Okay, I have no idea. What this is one thirteen, but back early in episodes, maybe two, we started talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. No one else in Arkansas was talking about it, Clint. Nobody. Nobody. Take that, Trey Biddy. Hey, Trey Biddy wasn't talking about it. Drive Time Sports. Morning Mayhem wasn't existed yet. Not you, Justin Moore. Hey, no. Those people in Northwest Arkansas, I never listened to them, but I guarantee you they wasn't talking about it. Eat your heart. We, up, we brought it to your earballs and your eyeballs. We brought it to you. And we started talking about this expansion and what it was going to look like and that it was going to go crazy. And then what happened? First dominoes fell. Oklahoma and Texas is coming to the SEC. And then all of a sudden, all this other stuff. Who brought it to them first, Clint Clark? Who brought it to them? The Big C Bigger T podcast, folks. That's why Powell Feinbaum says that looks interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. By the way, the fourth team I think we bring, Duke. Ah. And the reason I'm saying is not for football. No. It just, yeah. Number one, for GPA, that's <laughs> Vanderbilt. That's right. And then basketball. We might the kick eyeball. Vanderbilt out and replace them with Duke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I think just the eyeballs that they that they then bring. Now you'd heard now, but but here this deal. Okay, yes, Go I'm bragging on us a little bit, but I think we need it. We don't brag on ourselves enough. Look, we're a fan podcast, but we also consider ourselves to be forward thinking. Okay, yeah, and we think about the big pictures of things a little bit on here. That's just something we've done. We've discussed. You know, like we've talked about, you know, the the stuff with Musselman and the NIL and, and the transfer portal. We've talked a lot about what the future may look like. Here's an example. We might be onto something sometimes, folks. Yeah. Well, I yeah. know we're I know yeah. we're big goofballs most of the time. But look, I'm not I'm not trying to go total Jim Rome on you, but we might have something here. <laughs> there might be something in between this. That little squirrel that's rolling around in there might be chewing on something good. But here's the thing now, and I will admit, the reason I brought it up is because I had heard a national media guy talk about it, okay, on ESPN. Yeah. And it got me thinking. Uh, and he and he talked about some of the, some of those things. And as we started talking about it, stuff started coming out about it, right? And in, and there were some projections, and I don't know if you remember, but we had a graphic at one time that yeah. we, we tweeted out or, or we put on Facebook or whatever, and it had the um, it had what the, the conferences may look like. Well, one of the main ones that was going to stay strong was the ACC. And to me, that's what's the weirdest part of this is the ACC is looking like it's going to fall. And that and that's shocking to me because I thought it would be one of the ones like the SEC, like the Big Ten, like the Pac-12, one of the main juggernaut conferences that would just go out and grab some other schools and make itself bigger. Like you said earlier, that the Big 12 would be the main one that would fall. And then yeah. some of the other bigger, you know, you know, mid-sized conferences, we would, you know, grab some of those teams 
you know, and they would make these super conferences. Okay. And so this is kind of surprising that we're looking at the ACC falling or possibility of it. Uh, yeah. But it will be intriguing to see what teams they grab. There's, you know, the, in the, the money talks, baby. Yeah. Money talks. And so that's what's going to decide it. It's, it's going to be those viewers like you were talking about. Um, that that's what's gonna that's what's gonna decide what this thing ends up looking like. Could you imagine the ratings for like the SEC tournament when you have Kentucky playing Duke? Oh my gosh! Or Kentucky playing North Carolina? Can you know? Think about it, Clint. Think about think about it. Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Arkansas. In the same conference tournament, yeah. In the conference tournament, I mean that. that I mean, you know what? If you and look then you at got, the, the season, that's a potential Final Four. And then you got like a Auburn and Alabama, who's gonna have solid teams every now and then. Yeah, I mean you Florida, know, Florida, Florida, Florida that's gonna have you know. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's 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 coming. You know, you told me you'd heard four 16-team super – I mean, five 16-team super yeah. which what they see is the ACC and Big 12 and Pac-12 are down, um, which, which you took – that means they're going to have to bring – Yeah, who knows now, man. group it's, of five in, and I, and I think – I think if you're not in one of those five conferences now, you're not going to get in. Um, I think as if – if you see any more teams leave to join the SEC, I think it's 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 happening, and there's nothing nothing you can do about it. Now, I ask you a question. Now, me and you were talking on the uh, on the drive home. I think I called you. We still talk on the phone sometimes. I know it's weird, yeah, yeah. not to just text, but I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll pick up. That's right. I'll call Travis. Yeah. I've been thinking about like Ronnie Cross. I'll call him sometimes. Just say, man, how are you doing? And just talk to him and catch up yeah. with him. And I was thinking, man, I need to call Ronnie and just check in with him. Tell him I said hi. I will. You know what? I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna call him probably not tomorrow, but I'll call him one day. Yeah. Soon. I promise. And I'll tell him you said hi. Yeah. Um well every time, you know, he comes out and works on the AC and he usually sends Scotty. Yeah. And and he goes by Scott now, at course. And I go, look, I'm gonna call you Scotty. Your mama named you Scotty, I'm gonna call you Scotty. That's right. That's his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scotty. And so uh Scotty Cross. And so yeah, I always tell him that. But and so, Oklahoma, and this is the second time Brett Venables has done this. Mm. Um, he basically he had a he had a guy committed to the school, and he the kids like he's the number three JUCO defensive end in the country. Took an official took I don't unofficial official visit whatever. He went and visited Illinois to see okay let me look at this. Mm. And Venables, instead of saying, like, hey, man, everything fine, said, you know what? You're not committed. Give me, I'm pulling your scholarship off. Yeah. Are you okay with that? No. Uh, I would like to be able to do that if I was a coach. You know, that's what Mac Brown got in trouble for at Texas. You know, Bielema tried to do that at Arkansas. Yeah. Bielema tried to do that at Arkansas. He wouldn't. He wouldn't offer Bielema got in trouble because he was he wouldn't offer kids until they said they weren't going to take any more visits. 
Yeah. He would he wouldn't, you know, he was Bielema was stingy with his offers. That's what, you know, you, you hear like Trey Biddy and some of them talk about it. And Danny West and them, you know, they they talk about, you know, he he had to play catch up a lot of times right before signing day and take some players that were probably just walk-on material or that were lesser material, you know, going to smaller schools because he would wait um he would wait till the last minute on some of these players, you know, because he didn't he didn't put out a whole lot of offers and then call them. He would, you know, anyway. No, that's uh to me, you can't do that nowadays because kids are so wishy-washy. You got to make an offer. And and here's the thing, too. If you want them to be like that, you know, to, you know, to make an offer, you know, to to stick with what they say, then you got to model it yourself, too. Yeah. You know? And coaches are able to do that. Yeah. And so make an offer. If they, you know, want to go visit somewhere else, if if you don't have the product to convince them to stay with your offer, then then see you. You know, I mean, that, then then they're gonna go, and that's all right. I mean, it it's not, you know, it hurts, you know, because you put a lot of time and effort into it. But nowadays, you just can't do that. Back in the day, maybe you could. When Mac Brown was winning at Texas, he could get away with it. You know, um, there was a kid at, uh, there was a kid at, uh, I think he was at Warren, maybe, or somewhere here in South Arkansas that was committed to Mac Brown at Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, people kept saying, well, isn't he just going to visit Arkansas? And they were like, no, because Mac Brown won't let him. You know, he didn't, he didn't even take a visit to Arkansas. Yeah. He was from he's from Arkansas. So yeah. yeah, that's that's you can't can't do that. You know, anyway. Oh well, you know, Mac Brown pulled something similar with Jacoby Criswell. Yeah. Uh, where he's like, no. It, which we were able to pull Millie Cornsby, which was a decent backup quarterback, but I think yeah. well, after watching the spring game and Jacoby um and then um uh, uh Malik Hornsby's career up to this point, um now, let me ask you a question about Malik Hornsby. Is this a bad sign for his ability to play quarterback at the collegiate level? So he had all spring at Texas Southern as the starting quarterback to win the job, and they bring in T.J. Finley from Auburn. Oh, wow. So, you know. Yeah, he's back up now. Yeah, I mean uh, – yeah, I, I just you know, and I, I didn't know, realize that I hadn't heard that. I didn't want bad mouth Hornsby, but that's not a good sign that you're going to get to play quarterback in college. No, um, no. Which, which one I heard most of the most of the, I think most of the schools were pretty upfront with him, like we want you here, but you're going to play receiver. Yeah, I think that's what happened at Nebraska and Florida and yeah. everywhere. But, now we've we've covered a lot today, Clint, but a couple of quick hits I want to get before we log sure. off here. I'm sorry, I kind of hit you on the blind side with that uh Malik Hornsby deal. No, that was good. That was good. I'm glad you said that. I didn't know. Um yeah. but uh Ron Holland was released by Texas officially. Okay. So and he's visiting the uh that G League team out of Las Vegas that's not a 
you know, it's not an official G League. It's a, but they play. It's it's a team. It's the team that Nick Smith turned down. They pay. It's pay to play. They pay you to play, but it's not. I don't think they're connected to an NBA team. It's just they put together. League Ignite or something like that. Yeah, Ignite. I think that's it. Um, So he's visiting them, but a lot of people, a lot of people think he's still going to be a Razorback. Uh, or that he he's gonna it may end up being a Razorback. Now one of the players we had a player from Houston that was one of our transfer commits um, that was in the NBA draft. He is withdrawn from the NBA draft now, and he's planning on coming to Arkansas. Okay. We still have one more that's in that, plus Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh. I think Jordan's had a good enough combine. I think Jordan's gone. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it is the big question. I don't think Debo will get drafted. It, the, the, if yeah. Debo, what you got to ask yourself is, am I going to make more, more money playing overseas or coming back to Arkansas, taking the NIL money, and then prolonging it? Well, but the thing is, the question he has to ask, though, too, is a year in college going to change that draft status? No, I don't think it is. Is, he, is it going to change – you know his his offense is going to be the difference, right? Is his is his offense going to get that much better in a year to where he's going to get drafted next year, or is his offense going to get better, just as good if he goes overseas and plays yeah. for a little while? Yeah, well, you know, the so fan, the fan of us wants him to come back. Yeah, but it's Devo, like man, just come be a Razorback. But yeah. the reality is, I don't think Devo's good enough to play professional ball. I don't know if he's NBA material. Yeah. And I and you know, your, your hope is he works into a Patrick Beverly. I'm hoping Devo proves me wrong. Yeah. I'm hoping that's, I'm wrong. That's your hope. Wow. I, I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. That's my thought. But and but I have to verbalize it because I have a podcast and you know I have to give my opinions. And sometimes they're not they're not fun. Um now here's a here's another uh is another thing. Um, they've. I was listening to Trey Biddy today on Drive Time, and he was talking about the uh, rankings for recruiting. And Arkansas's 2024 class is ranked 15th. Okay. In the latest updates, and uh, I think we have seven or eight four stars, something like that. So things are looking good there. Uh, for that next class. Um, and he said that that's the most four stars that they've ever had at this point for sure. So, so that's a, that's definitely a good thing. Um, so getting ready for some football, baby, getting ready for some I am, and it, and it was fun talking, you know, football schedule and, you know, it all hinges. I mean, everything at the end of the day hinges on football. Yeah. Everything else they'll figure out. Yeah. But you don't figure out football first. And that's, that's living in the South. That's Southeastern Conference. Um, yeah. You know, we love our basketball. We love our baseball. Yeah. But football, it's always going to be number one. Yeah. All right. I got a question for you. Okay. This is going to go back to NBA talk. Or, well, not necessarily NBA talk. College talk. Basketball, though. Okay. All right. I heard this question on uh, – on uh, – Colin Cowherd's show. Okay. So just to tell you where I'm stealing it from. 
Okay. Sure. Everything in life is stolen from somewhere, right? Everything good in life. Okay. But here was the question that, no, wait. No, it wasn't Colin Coward. It's Dan Patrick's show. It's the Dan Patrick show. And he's interviewing Reggie Miller. Okay. And they were arguing over, they were talking about Jordan's college career. Michael Jordan. Would you rather have Jordan's college career or Tyler Hansborough's college career? Um, uh, you know, Hansborough Hansborough had a good career, and he was Mister. He was even Mister North Carolina, right? But Jordan did hit the game winning shot in the national championship as a true freshman. Hansborough. <laughs> Jordan was the second best player on his team in college. Psycho T. Yeah. yeah. Psycho T. And I'm a little prejudiced. Isn't that crazy to think about, though? Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, that's, you know, because, you know, and that, and that was one of the things that, you know, there, I haven't seen the movie Air yet. Oh, it's But weird. in some of the interviews, the guy who, you know, Matt Damon plays in it that found Jordan for the shoes. He talks about one of the things that stuck with him was the fact that that play went to Jordan instead of Worthy. You know, because Worthy was the best player on that team. James Worthy was. Well, they had Sam Perkins on that team, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. And so, so you would think you would think that play would go to in Worthy's hands, yet it went to this freshman, you know, and so, um, but anyway, that's an interesting question. That's one. No, it is that they, they do that. That he breaks down that scene in the that play in the movie. Like they do that. He's like, you know, they, they talk about how how Dean Smith was the guy that couldn't get it done, and he goes, "Look, the play's drawn up for Jordan." Yeah. Like he goes, he goes, his he's the guy that can't get it done, and he put his reputation on the line. And who does he trust? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. anyway, good stuff. Anyway, well, folks, look, um, one thirteen in the can, boom, one thirteen in the can, and look, here's the deal. Uh, we have, I think, seventy two subscribers on the channel yeah. on YouTube. We need more subscribers. Yeah, subscribe. And I, and I don't know what we are on Apple Podcasts subscriber wise. And can and I ask other... you? Can I ask you people a question? What's your problem? Why haven't you subscribed? Subscribe. It don't cost nothing. Yeah. It makes us feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I'll cry myself to sleep tonight if you subscribe. Yeah. We need you to subscribe. So subscribe. Subscribe. All it'll do is put us up. It'll just let you know whenever we, it'll just put our videos in your feed on YouTube whenever they come up. Yeah. They'll subscribe. And on we Apple Podcasts. We don't feel like it. We're going to listen to it. Apple Podcast, it'll put them up there. So subscribe, people. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, share this with your peoples. Share all, all your peoples. Everyone else. And uh, all that good stuff. Well, Clint, before we go, what are you watching? White man can't jump. I already told you, boy. Oh, yeah. That's your Yeah. Heart. 
I did. I did watch. I, you know, I did watch the movie, and it was nice. It, it was. I thought it was well done. I thought it. I thought it was a cute tribute to the original. It wasn't quite the original. Um, I, I will say this, and and I, I'm going to be critical with reviewing the movie because I did watch it. Um, is I don't feel like Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson had a chemistry that it's just hard to replicate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that, that's my big reason of the movie is like, yeah, they had good chemistry, but when your two main actors in the movie have great chemistry and I, I this is going to seem like I went out in on the other side of left field, but like, if you watch my cousin, Vinny, the guy that plays the judge, Herman Munster. Yeah. And Joe Pesci. Their chemistry makes that movie. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way about what man came jump. The chemistry between Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah. Wesley whatever. Snipes, to be honest with you, I love what man can't jump. Okay. Love it. Grew up yeah. on it. Love it. To me, the original had better trash talk. Yeah. More memorable trash talk lines than this one did. Although this one had some decent lines. I think this but, one actually may have a better story to be just be the storyline. The storyline may have been better in this one. Yeah. Uh the basketball playing was better in this one. Now, some of that's just they've gotten better with that. Plus, Wesley Snipes was not a good basketball player. <laughs> he didn't look natural. Woody Harrelson yeah. looked pretty natural, you know. Woody Harrelson was a good, pretty good basketball player uh, in real life. In real life, Woody uh, Wesley Snipes was not, and so they did some editing to make his look more believable. The guy in this one that plays the similar character to Wesley Snipes, his basketball playing is much better. And the Woody Harrelson guy is is really good too, um, but he's, uh, I I just I, so the the basketball is a little probably a little better if you break it down, but to me the the trash talk stuff is just that to me that you know. <laughs> if there's no Kareem Hudson in the movie. Tell that be <laughs> to bring me some bean pies. <laughs> I mean Kareem Hudson made that movie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that? What, what was his name in the that show? I can't remember. I'm brain farted now. Dwayne Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. On a different, uh, different world. Different world. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. Wayne. Yeah. yeah, with Sinbad or yeah, Sin, the kind of the spinoff of the Cosby Show. Yeah, had Lisa Bonet in it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry we got off on that, but yeah, no, I. No, I did. It was like it was like, oh man, that's on. I got to watch that. Yeah. And then I sit down and watch it. This is, I'm like, because you keep your biggest fear is they're just going to try to totally rip off the original. Yeah. And and then the, it was it was it was a different movie. Yeah. It was a different. Movie. It was good. All right, folks. Well, says thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, keep checking us out. Keep listening. Keep watching. Interact with us on social media. Tell us what you think about what we said. You like what we said? You dislike what we said? Let us know. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Bye, everybody. See y'all. Yeah.